All right. It's happening, Jake. Back at it. It's been a hectic week. <laughs> yeah. True Patriot Podcast, episode 18, coming at you. Uh, yeah. So how was your week? Um, it, it was busy. We, uh, we had a baby. We got a newborn you, in our lives now. Your wife had a baby. Right. <laughs> hey, team effort. I participated. <laughs> oh, so yeah, everything my, went. Everything went well. That's yeah, great. It was, uh, we're, we're back home now. Um, my wife is an all-star man. She's, she's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the practice that she's had or if it's just, um, you know, her natural abilities, but man, she is, uh, she is truly a champion. She's <laughs> a very, very good mother. She, her, you know, her recovery is going pretty smoothly. At least that's what she tells me. I'm sure she's in a lot of pain and just not telling me about it. But, you just know uh, she listens to this show. So you're on here. <laughs> kiss them no, but no i no, i'd say this. i'd say the same thing if i if the mics weren't on <laughs> yeah you can't get on here and say oh my wife's been awful <laughs> but no, that's great so she's, just, she's feeling pretty okay then yeah she's doing good uh, so I, I, it we're is in incredible that, we're in those early stages where you know the baby pretty much just sleeps and eats um so um she's yeah. breastfeeding so that's kind of a it's kind of a big uh, sacrifice on her part where yeah that's a big job to to keep that baby fed and uh she's t- oh, she's gosh. taking it on she loves it she she embraces it so so it's uh, your guys's third child third child we got three boys all, all boys all boys <laughs> three for three on for boys for you yep i'm going for my third girl <laughs> yeah probably get it yeah, probably. <laughs> It'd be the perfect perfect setup here. Yep. <laughs> um so how 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 big is this boy? Is he uh Henry style? Uh so giant Henry, child or Henry I think was seven pounds ten ounces when he was born. So normal oh, yeah. size baby. Yeah, um, Henry was. This, yeah, but he put on a lot of weight and you know, <laughs> after after about two weeks. Um yeah. he just <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you look at his pictures from his newborn pictures to his, you know, when he was like two weeks old, he just, he just it, it looks up. like, it looks like he <laughs> ate himself, right? He, he's like doubled in size. Like Liver King. Yeah. Liver King ate Brian Johnson. <laughs> so this, uh, this baby was actually, uh, eight pounds, one ounce. So bigger than Henry. Um, what about Gary? Gary was smaller, um, seven two or seven six somewhere on there so they get okay. they're getting progressively bigger which is typical um but nice. it'll be interesting to see what happens to this one uh in the next couple of weeks because <laughs> i don't know man the way he's eaten he uh he might end up like henry were they were your first two did she breastfeed yeah real yep. get getting into your y'all's business but <laughs> yeah i'm just <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's, it'll be interesting is this um? Is there plans for another? We're gonna see how life with three is. Um, yeah, but three's a lot. It's, it's definitely a different world, you know. Um, you know we're outnumbered now, so. Uh, yeah, you know, gotta, we gotta boys, play. We gotta dude. play zone defense now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you got. I mean, you got Henry, and we got Henry. <laughs> he almost counts for two by himself. He's a terror. 
<laughs> that's how my second one is like she's a terror uh i think the third is supposed to be pretty good <laughs> the middle child so. supposed to be uh, <laughs> well i don't know how you well you, you guys had three well no you had four in your family mm-hmm. yeah i don't know well, good luck buddy oh thank you um my week what did i do oh i know what i want to talk about I went to my first jujitsu class. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> hey, it was fun. Um, it was definitely, I mean, it's about what I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Clark kind of gave me pretty good foresight on that. Like, you know, you I didn't go in there and uh throw around the black belt uh sensei, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, First 20 minutes, they taught you they were drilling a cup, two submissions. One was a Kimura, and the other one, like from the bottom, and the other one was an arm bar. Mm -hmm. So, they we drilled those two things. Uh, Brock went, my cousin, mm -hmm. he's been on the show before, uh, he's 21, um, young buck, but he knew two of the other guys in the class. So, there's some young, young guys in the class, yeah. And, um, you know, we drilled around. And I was Brock's partner with that because we were the two dummies that didn't really know how to do it. Yeah. Um, and then we went into um, sparring, like basically full on wrestling for three minute rounds. And we did 10 rounds of, <laughs> of literally straight up jujitsu sparring, which was, I was shot by round three. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Like it was full on full go you're, like by round four i couldn't i mean you're kill. you're in good shape but you're not in you know wrestling jujitsu shape that's yeah a, it's just all that's different. a whole nother level yeah oh yeah i felt so weak <laughs> so by the time i got to wrestle or i call it wrestling well they call it rolling with the biggest guy in the class yeah the, the strongest guy i was so shot which i didn't oh, I do bet. bad but i also like i didn't know what to do like i would just i was just wrestling and i the only submission i'm really good i really know is to get behind them choke their neck right like that's <laughs> yep. my the rear naked choke yeah the rear naked choke <laughs> and maybe uh the, was it, a guillotine like yep. fucking like <laughs> yep. that that's the, that was the only things in my toolbox <laughs> and i'm like screwing around like trying to i have no moves like there's and there's literally hundreds that like the that you should know so oh, yeah. you, I, it just felt i felt dumb is what yes. i felt like you get in that you're in that mount position and i don't even know what to do like I'm other like, than punch him in the face yeah I'm like i <laughs> i'm like if i was the i just want to punch you in the face <laughs> i'm like uh <laughs> like i like grabbing somebody like grab a hold of their arm and i don't know what to do <laughs> grab their leg like ah, let me do a leg lock and i don't know how yeah. to do it so yeah. yeah, it was fun though. Definitely a workout. Well, I'm gonna go back, but my um, good my my like toes and feet got all skinned up. I don't know if it was somebody's toenails or if it was me twisting around on them on the mat. Um, but I'm not gonna go back till that's healed. I don't want to just have perpetual mat blisters. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go to the class next week once those heal up. And then I'm going to sign up after uh, Christmas. Start yeah. going. I think you'd be tough. 
you'd be a tough dude if you did that for three months. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, other than that, I've just been trying to work out as much as I can, which isn't very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I hear uh, you. you know, I just been cycling that and I'm going to throw jujitsu in the mix. I at least try to work out two or three times a week, but mm-hmm. sometimes life gets in the way. Yep. Especially, sure. um, deer season gets in the way too. I, I <laughs> I've been still going after that. Um, yeah. Did you get anything yet? No, it's bonus gun this weekend. I, I went out yesterday evening and which it, I don't know if he was looking out the window, but it was snowing and yep. windy as crap. Yep. But I did see, I had my bet like, uh, most exciting hunt. I saw three bucks last night. Nice. Um, but I, I put away that, uh, 357. I could get long winded into this if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> I wounded a deer earlier in, in the November gun season, mm-hmm. which really pissed me off. And you just couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find I shot him. I had this 357 uh rifle that I've I've always shot. Um mm-hmm. I it has a longer range and it's never let me down before. It's really accurate gun. That's the thing. I, I shot my first two bucks with it. And then um this one, I shot him. He's wounded. He had a tiny blood trail. And he ran about 300 yards all the way to the next property. And it, his blood just trickled off into nothing. Like I, I spent six hours looking for him and I could not find him. And I assume he's alive. So I put that 357 away. It's a pot. It's not a real big round is the thing, but mm-hmm. it's never let me down. The shot has to be perfect, but it was a chip shot. So he got away. Anyways, that, that made me mad. So I got my old 12 gauge out and shot it in. Uh, yesterday morning and i took my 12 gauge out right because that's mm-hmm. that's gonna put a big hole in them like if you shoot them with the 12 <laughs> gauge they're not running 300 yards if it was any kind of a good shot so i took my 12 gauge out and i was rattling my horns and I had my antlers i was rattling and did a snort wheeze grunt anyways about 4 30 i saw two bucks about uh, 150 yards fighting because because of what I I assume it's because I was rattling I got them all riled up then they started fighting each other, um which is kind of weird in December, but they were too far away and they were right on the property line, and if I was going to shoot them they'd hop right over that fence and I didn't really want that, mm-hmm. and 150 yards is a little far for a 12 gauge, um so I was like I was trying to decide if I should climb out of my stand and try to sneak up on these the one was pretty big, and by the time I was, I had like five minutes, they were fighting. And then by the time I had contemplated that they meandered back onto the other property. So that was, that was exciting, but kind of annoying. So I'm going to go out again today. Well, good luck. <laughs> Thanks dude. Yeah. I'm going to try to get them. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so much work. All right. You want to get in the show or what? I guess we might as well. oh what is this show anyway (laughs) patriot (laughs) patriot of the week true patriot you want me to go yeah i'll let you go i've been talking a lot yeah i'll go first my patriot of the week is mike leach Um, oh my goodness yeah he was the 
head coach for Mississippi State football. Um, yeah. He he uh, passed away this week. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah I did not he, see that. Yeah, he was uh, he was life flighted to uh, the hospital. Uh, oh my god! It was early in the week. Um, maybe maybe last Sunday or Monday night, maybe. Um, so you know, everybody all over the internet. Um, it was it was very quiet. It was uh, you know, just prayers for Mike Leach. This doesn't look good and everything. And then he he ended up passing away. Dude, uh, I, I totally on, missed on Tuesday that. morning. Yeah. Um, they said wow. it was some sort of uh complications with his heart. Um, not really a lot of details out there at this point, but very very sad. Um. You know, yeah. for people who don't know who Mike Leach is, he's he's kind of a quirky character. Um, he's kind of known for yeah. giving, um, you know, yeah. long-winded, oddball answers. You know, uh, just kind of playing, so out, playing out he hypotheticals so and just talking about all kinds of random things. <laughs> um, he was so funny. Yeah, dude, I totally missed that. Like, yeah. I can't believe it. Like, I, I don't. Granted, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, the best part about this is, um, really the only good part about it is, um, all the stories that come out and people just remembering him and, uh, all that stuff. So Lincoln Riley, uh, who was an assistant with him, um, at Texas tech, uh, he told a story, of course, Lincoln's now the the coach at USC. Um, so he, he told a story about when they were at Texas tech and they were watching film that was late at night and uh all of a sudden mike leach's phone rings he gets up and he said uh he's he hears mike leach say well where are you at uh where are you calling from and uh you know he goes into the other room and lincoln just ignores it because you know a short conversation with mike leach is about an hour long um so it's going to be a while so he comes back about a half hour later or he can hear him about a half hour later say are you still there can you hear me? And then uh, he goes, Oh, must've lost him. So he calls the number back and, uh, you know, continues the conversation for another half hour or so. And then he comes back in and uh, joins film like nothing happened. And Lincoln goes, Hey coach, who was that phone call from? You were on the phone, you know, for an hour. Who was that? He goes, Oh, that was a wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> he just that's talked this wrong number for an hour that's funny yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of that makes sense yeah that's yeah, funny I, I uh also wanted to play this clip um i thought it was it was a pretty good uh clip this is during one of his uh press conferences during the week and he's talking he was asked about how he chose um how he chose the certain player that he did to be the captain for the coin toss. <laughs> so then I thought, well, you know, all the guy really does is the coin toss. And then I decided, you know, one of the most screwed up things about this country is the fact that in order to do anything, in order to cross the street, we always have to have a committee. You know, and I said, you know, uh, and so I figured, well, screw the committee. We really only need one guy. And and and, and now he's got to be smart enough to call either heads or tails. That's it. And um, uh, so then I thought about, well, should I get the biggest guy on the team or the littlest guy on the team? 
And then I thought, well, <clears throat> Jamal Mora was on The Price is Right. And was fairly lucky and went to the final round and almost won the sucker. And it was closest to the price, but he's over by, he's over by like $3. The other person's under by like $60, but since he's over, he loses. And, and, um, <laughs> and so I figured, well, Jamal Morrow's a lucky guy. Uh, <clears throat> plus he's got pretty good energy to him and stuff like that. So why not Jamal Morrow? And so then Jamal Morrow goes out and did have an amazing knack for winning the toss. And then, I mean, wins it almost all the time. I mean, literally when, I mean, I'm serious about this. I don't know what his record is, but it's something incredible. And then, um, <clears throat> but I don't even really care about that. Cause one way or the other, you get the ball one half or the other, except one time when I played Nebraska, Oh, I'll tell you a story on that in a second. <laughs> Hold on to your hat. And then, um, um, so, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so Moro um, goes out there and he had a funny uh, tendency to win. Then I'm thinking, I don't want to sit here and think of and sort out a new guy to do it. So Jamal Moro has gone out there for the coin toss for about two and a half years and quite honestly done um, <laughs> a tremendous job in my opinion. Then we two got and on a years. roll. And so then I liked it even better. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he had his captain for two and a half years because the guy was good at the prices right <laughs> you didn't let him you didn't finish it i was getting into that uh, that was the end <laughs> of the clip dude i could i could listen to mike leach talk all day he there I mean, the story the stories and the clips that are coming out of him are just hilarious he's it's such sad. a character very sad he was still the current coach wasn't he, he? was he was yeah it's awful yeah. So very unfortunate Prayers to his family. That's an awful loss. Like I did see some clips going around, but that's nothing new. And yeah. I, I don't know. I've, I've been working in a really remote area. I haven't been on like on my phone browsing during the day and stuff mm -hmm. like I do sometimes. So we've had like no service. It's been cold. Once the, once the winter air comes around and I'm wearing gloves and stuff, I'm not really taking them off just to look at my phone. You know? Right. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. I love that dude. Yeah. Uh, He's quite a character. So yeah. Right. College football world loss. lost a good one. Yeah. They did. Man. Uh, thoughts and prayers. That's yep. awful to hear. Yep. Um, well, thanks for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> I have another Patriot of the Week. It's it's another kind of a heavy note, but um well like I said, you know how we're we're well I just mentioned we're working kind of in a remote area. Mm -hmm. Um when you're in Muskingum County, it, it really doesn't take very long to get out there. Um yeah. so it's about an hour and it's down about in Perry County, um near Roseville. It's southeast of Roseville, and um, we're working on these AP um, transmission lines and in the right-of-ways and stuff, putting roads out to the pads. They're placing all the old obsolete towers, uh, steel towers, going to these big galvanized structures that you see now and all the transmission lines. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, uh, we're working in crews out there. Everybody's kind of split up into small crews. Um, it's every, there's always the rule out there is because it's so remote, 
And a lot of times you don't have cell phone service. Mm -hmm. Um, you only have radio. So everybody has to, the rule is everybody has to be in pairs. That's just the, that's just the thing. So, um, I was working with Brock and Clayton was working with Cole and this other guy and Clayton's in a truck. He's in a commercial truck and he's hauling around supplies, um, back and forth all day long is what Clayton was doing this day. And during one of his trips, he noticed a car in a ditch and, um, you know, he got out and saw the, saw the, the overturned car and he hadn't seen it there before. So obviously he's going to check it out and, um, there's nobody in the car, you know? So now this is where Clayton, this is why he's earning my Patreon of the week. A lot of people just see that. Uh, not my problem. I'm working. You know, you could assume things. Uh, well, somebody picked him up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, go on his way. Well, Clayton, he started looking for, you know, just as he couldn't just leave an overturned car without an occupant and just assume everything's okay. So he did the right thing um, and started looking to see uh, if this guy was laying around anywhere and he found the guy uh about uh i think 40 yards away from the car in the woods he got ejected from the car um and he's still alive and he called for help it was cold morning he covered him up in his clothes so he didn't freeze he's obviously not wearing jacket and stuff um and got the first responders to the location, which, like I said, it's luckily he was able to dial out. He got other help over and sat with the guy um, until, you know, first responders came. And by all means, this guy was pretty messed up. I think he broke every rib in his body. Um, his sternum was broke. His legs were broke. His arms broke and skull fractures. And he really um, he's really messed up. So Clayton found him apparently within five or 10 minutes of him wrecking and every minute kind of counted and he's in our thoughts and prayers, but just something like that. I wanted to highlight, you know, if you see something you need to like do something like a lot of people in today's world, just drive by a scene like that and might think, you know, not my problem, but in this case, you know, you get out, see something and, and not only just see, like, investigate, you know? So that was an awesome job by Clayton. And then I think Cole and Mark, my dad, came out, and they are all with him. I had, like, I had no idea this was going on. I didn't have service. I think Clayton mm-hmm. tried to call me. And like I said, it's a remote area. I was out of radio, and um, I was only two miles away. But um, there's an account set up for this man. He's in a hell of a fight right now. There's a fun setup at the community bank um and there's also a venmo i'll put this in the show notes if anybody wants to donate um to help this family this is something um it's awful i was talking with his wife she's obviously distraught um you know no one no one expects things like this around christmas and um if anybody wants to reach out uh there's a venmo set up it's the jeff tipton benefit you know, five or $10 is going to help out. 
the holidays are hard financially on some families anyway. Mm. And this has happened and it's awful. So if anybody wants to reach out and help, that'd be great. I know I realize it's hard. Money's kind of tight for a lot of people during the holidays, but this family really needs our support. And I just wanted to thank Clayton and Mark and Cole for what they did. And by all means, they've given Jeff a chance. And just by doing the right thing and being a patriot and caring about your neighbor. So those are my patriots of the week, I guess. Clayton, Mark, and Cole. Yep. Lieberg. Yeah, pretty sad story, um, but good that they were in the right place, right time, and, uh, you know, followed through with the right action. So yep. good on them. All right. All right. Moving on <laughs> after all of our loom, doom and gloomy. <laughs> Let's talk Patriots. about something uh, nicer, yeah. something something more positive here. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about something that's the opposite of that. And let's talk about um, this, this. We seem like I talked to you about what we wanted to talk for with Real Talk this week, and you threw mm-hmm. out there, "Hey, I just had a baby." <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about fatherhood, which that's a fatherhood. great. I think that's a great topic, man. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know what. I guess. I mean, I just wanted to highlight, like, I mean, I had a great father growing up, and. Mm-hmm just growing up around such a great guy um all, all my main goals for life were never they're not financial um i really just want to be a good dad i mean that's mm-hmm. kind of your kids are a product they're like your ultimate gift to the world like that yep. that the how your kids act is like a reflection of the kind of person you are so definitely i mean that's just kind of i want to raise good kids and uh, be a good dad, and I don't know. I just kind of want to talk about that. Yeah, fatherhood. I think, I think it, it's really, uh, you know, you kind of hit on it there. That's it's the most important thing that we do um, as as humans is, um, you know, pass on and keep keep the population going right. And the way that we do that is with our children. And yeah. it's not, it's not just enough to have children, but to raise them is something entirely different. You know, there are so many, um, you know, so many boys that can go out and, you know, they always say a boy can, um, any boy can get a girl pregnant, but only a man can be a dad. Right. And it's, right. it's hard work. Um, but it's so fulfilling. Um, it is the, it is my favorite, my favorite thing in the world is being yeah. a dad to my two children and three children now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean the, the bonds that I've, that I've been able to uh, create with them and um, just watching them, uh, you know, succeed and watching them process yeah. their emotions and uh, their thoughts and um, you know, teaching them how to uh, control those thoughts and emotions. And, you know, the, they're, little bodies but they have big hearts big emotions oh it's, gosh yes it's it's just amazing to see that it's so pure and innocent <laughs> that 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 is a definitely a thing <laughs> you, you see their pure emotions coming out and then yeah your parenting is decides how they deal with that yeah and it, it's pretty cool to see that play out in real time and you you see them in a situation and 
you try to parent and correct and help them, you know, yep. control those emotions. And then you see them go through the same situation later <laughs> and you see yep. your parenting take effect. You yep. see their little gears turning. <laughs> yeah, it, it is amazing. great. It yeah. is. <laughs> you kind of see a little version of you. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I, I, I do see, you know, I, I've talked about it before. Gary is, you know, if you put my, my brain in a little kid's body, that's Gary. He <laughs> that's a big, just well, that's like a me. big brain. <laughs> he has a big brain. He's a smart kid. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I sometimes get told that I brag on my kids too much, but uh, yeah, I'm oh, very yeah. proud. I'm very proud of them and I'll, I don't care who knows it, you know? Well, a good dad does. And you know, they can't, you constantly got to, keep doing that man i mean not just not just to others but to them personally you know yeah. you, you got to give their kids that self-belief or they just won't have it you know right yep um no well, one believes in their kids more than their parents but i mean sometimes you know that's your job you know to yep. i don't yep. want to you don't want to give them false belief you know that they're you know you want to guide your kids to the things they're good at i mean yep. that you know, I don't, I'm not saying, you know, you know, just give your kids these unrealistic, um, things, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you got to help part of parenting is guiding your kids to their physical and godly gifts that, that right. they have. Yeah. Don't yeah. just brag on, don't say, you know, <laughs> you're going to be the world grand chess champion, you know, <laughs> like right. you could do it. I hate, I hate the, um, saying, you know, you can do whatever you want. I really did like you have physical godly gifts yeah. and limitations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think you need to guide your children. Everybody has a gift. Everybody's yep. unique and has their own unique um, tools in their ar arsenal. And it's a parent's job to bring the best out and yep. guide them that, to that. Yep. Um, I wanted to ask, I wanted to bring up a topic about fatherhood um i know it, it's easy to get up here on this podcast and act like it's easy and uh say all the great things but what were some of your struggles um as you became a parent for the first time and uh the changes you know that what did you notice the most as far as things that you had to change um and just in general what what were your what was the transition to fatherhood like for you yeah so it kind of goes in stages right um depending on how old your child is so when when you first have uh you know your first kid you go from zero to one it's yeah it's it's life-changing because now you're up to that point you were responsible for yourself and yourself only you basically were a kid right yeah. um so now you have something that um you have a kid there that's relying on you and that you know needs your they need you to survive um, so <laughs> yeah. you you have to kind of put yourself um you know take a step back reevaluate everything uh your entire life and structure your life around what the kid needs right right um, and as they get older those needs change and as you add more kids to it now you have now you're balancing right one one yeah. might you know gary might need something but henry might need something different well how do i get them both how do i take care of both of them at the same time all um, right and we're still 
I'll have to report back on how we do that with three because we're still trying <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah. My like biggest that. change. Yes. Uh, you have some no, now. So no, you okay. Yeah. Some of the changes I noticed um, for me was I really, when I had a, my first kid, um, mm. my, my risk taking um, as far as not only physical, <laughs> but yeah. I'm talking about monetary. Um, mm-hmm. I really had to make a shift in the way I was operating because before I had kids, I really didn't, I was really, I always knew I could take care of myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't scared to drain my bank account over and over and over again, taking risks. And, um, and, and not, I wasn't just being a dumbass. Like, I mean, I was like winning, but right now it might, with, might take a while to pay off. Yeah. Now with kids, there's, <laughs> you know, a obligation to provide. Yeah. Um, and you can't just be, t- you can't just be going all in on other things all the time. Like right. I, I had to shift my mind that I needed this stable financial, financial floor True. and my tolerance for risk lessened. I mean, yeah. a lot. And that was yeah. a big change for me because I operated that way, you know, from the moment I could drive till, you know, I had kids right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it worked out great and it was fun, but that was a real shift. And I'm not going to act like I'm a perfect human. Like sometimes I like resented that, that I couldn't mm-hmm. take some of the risks that I wanted to, you know, and I, mm-hmm. it was just a, it was just a big change. Sure. Um, so that was one thing I noticed. Um, the other thing that I quickly had to notice is, um, like the weekend in life, it, you know, you kind of got to revolve that around nap time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a big change. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? It is, but nap time is so important. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. It really For is. until they stop napping, which is yeah. when's that happen? Around four ish. <sighs> Yeah, Sometimes it's, it's probably different for every kid, but does your oldest still nap? No, no, no. She, she's four. Yeah. I think she's, I feel like all kids are different. She's, I think she still sometimes naps at preschool. Yeah, yeah. preschool, they probably like, still yeah. do some kindergartens do, um, but first grade, they don't. Most first yeah. grade don't anyway. I think they're gonna try to, they try to get that nap in there for their sake, but <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like when they all do it. It's more likely, but man, my oldest is pretty strong-willed and resistant yeah. to sleep. Yeah. 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 Gary, <laughs> Gary doesn't nap anymore, but Henry still, if he doesn't nap, he is super terror. <laughs> well, the thing is it messes what, what, what it took me a while to understand is, and, and my wife realized this earlier, like if they don't get their nap at the right time, it messes up everything. It'll mess up your day that day and the next. <laughs> and the next, yeah. It yeah. wrecks everything. It it actually does. <laughs> it's and crazy. It, and it and it's kind of your responsibility to put them in a situation where they can get that nap. <laughs> yeah, because they're not going to volunteer. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not going to volunteer <laughs> unless we fight. We fight, fight that battle twice a day. Once at nap time. Once at bedtime. Yes. Though. Yeah. It's your. It kind of makes everything a lot better. Yeah. To to have a structured nap and bed yeah. schedule. And and I don't think a lot of people who aren't parents under I didn't understand that because you don't care. 
and then mm-hmm. like you know you say oh when i'm a parent i'm gonna do this that blah blah, blah. like i'm yeah. not gonna you know then <laughs> yeah then right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's what a lot um, of people a lot of people don't understand you know they if they don't have kids they've never lived through it um they don't understand the extent to <laughs> how it changes your life um uh, until they're there yeah so. uh that's just part of being a good parent i mean i i don't i learn a lot of people that's not their life goal when they got all these other goals but to me that's the ultimate uh mm-hmm. thing you can bring to this world other good humans yep so um Another big change for me. This isn't. This kind of ties into the taking less risks and things. But you know, a reliable, spacious chariot <laughs> of a vehicle <laughs> yep. becomes a priority. <laughs> yep. I. Uh, we had to go third row now that we've got three kids. Um, you got a so minivan. I, got, now, I went and got a minivan. <laughs> I did. I like it. I, it's nice. Yeah. Is it a? It's a newer what? Uh, Toyota, Toyota, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of our friends have got a big Toyota minivan now. Yep. <laughs> I still have my truck. The way to go. A, yeah. I still got my full size truck, which I don't really need it. Um, I mean, I kind of do, but yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have a, a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> They're more expensive now than they used to be, though. I know. Yeah. They are expensive, but, but it yeah. was ne- it was necessary. So. Yeah, that became a priority. Yeah, after kids, a nice, reliable vehicle. Like a big change for me before I didn't care. Before I was selling my daily driver literally every three months because I could. Ma- I would always try to make a buck <laughs> off of it, you know. And I, I switched. Yeah, I switched cars <laughs> constantly because yeah. I didn't see them as a. I didn't see them as like a you know a foundational thing that needs to be constant absolutely need yeah 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 i saw it as an asset to be traded (laughs) (laughs) which is fine and i still do that but not to the extent like you know before i was like the daily driver is always for sale like that was my mindset (laughs) but now now i just drive around with the for sale sign in the window (laughs) yeah (laughs) as soon as you buy it you drive it home put the for sale sign in the window Oh yeah, I would do that. Yeah, it was always for sale. But now yeah. I'm like, well, I need this for my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And and the other thing I had is just um, my advice for anybody who's going to become a new dad or wants to have a good, you know, their goal is to have a family yeah. and be a good dad. My biggest advice would be to number one is to pick a good spouse yeah that was gonna be mine <laughs> that was my hit, advice i kind of hit yeah. on it in the intro um but <laughs> it is crazy how moms just know they have the right answer it's just it's amazing how they it's it's like it comes natural to them and they they know what to do and they just handle it they don't yeah. i mean they they're probably overwhelmed but they don't show it and they just they just know. And, uh, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, uh, when things go wrong, I, I can get emotional sometimes and, yeah, um, uh, you know, I, I can get mad or, you know, yeah. start yelling. And then my wife is just there that, you know, okay, calm down. Let's take a step back. And oh, really? You know, re- it, it happens sometimes. It um, does. We, we, we sometimes trade off on that, but, um, 
I was going to touch on that too. Like yeah. you have to dis, you want to be proud and happy and enjoy those little moments, yeah. but you also have to discipline your kids or they're just going to be pieces oh, yeah. of crap. So yeah. it, it is funny and you kind of do have to trade because I, I want to say, um, always enjoy those moments. Those moments of even frustration can mm -hmm. be enjoyable, but you're sitting there, you kind of have to put on, I kind of have to put on a front because yeah. inside I'm smiling. I'm <laughs> right. laughing. Like this kid is throwing a fit in this yeah. restaurant. And then I'm like, physically to the kid, I'm like disciplining him. And then like, you know, you'll, you'll catch a little side eye smile from your life and shake your head. <laughs> like these freaking kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I, how we deal with things, you know? Yeah. I, like I'm kind of those little moments. I'm kind of the disciplinarian, you know. Um, you have to be. That's when, your job. When, well, they don't always they don't always take her uh, seriously all the time. I guess they're, you know, when when she tells them yeah. to do something, depends on their mood. They they usually do it. But if they're, you know, Henry feeling particularly rebellious, he'll tell her no, and then I'll just stand up and say, "Excuse me," <laughs> and instantly <laughs> he's listening. Whatever yeah. mom said, he's doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm the one that deals the spankings and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's it's hard, but it, but it's necessary because if you if you don't if you don't stop that if you don't stop that rebellious attitude, they're they'll live their entire life like that, and you're going to oh, be fighting yeah. these battles when they're 17, 27. You know, if, well, if, you're pretty, if you got yeah. a seven year old that acts like that, you're going to fight that when they're thirty seven. Well, you're you know gonna I mean? deal with it. It's you don't really grow up till you're about 25 anyway, so you're gonna be dealing with some. <laughs> well, you're a kid until you have for them, a right? long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're not. Um, but you. So I I don't know. You you'll deal with the rebellion as long as you tolerate it, and if you if you let it get to a point where if you stamp that out and you get them to comply all the time <laughs> when. You sound they, like a COVID, a, a Chinese <laughs> communist. <laughs> Maybe, but it's it's simple. Stamp it's simple that out. Things. It, but it's true. I, I agree. Mean, you got to break. They're testing. They're testing the boundaries, and you have okay. to have those boundaries set. You know, by the time yeah. they go to school, but roughly kindergarten age, when kids they, are very strong-willed. They will they test are. you. They are, and and you have to have those boundaries set clearly. It's very important. Yeah. I so <laughs> when my wife gets frustrated about this, sometimes like you know how kids fake cry and try to tug at mama's emotions and stuff. I said, mm -hmm. I think one of these things. I think I tell Jess one of these lines. I said, Are you tougher than a two year old? That's <laughs> 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 kind of a That's it's kind of a game they play. But yeah. really, they are they're smarter than you think. They could play like a fiddle. Oh if, yeah! If you let them, and you see some if parents let, let that happen, and just give yep. me more, and you're at the store, mm -hmm. and you know they want a toy every time, and uh, you yeah. know you got to stamp that stuff out. You're right, because yep. right? they will take. If you give, they will take. So, yep, yep, yeah. Oh, let me see on my list if I missed any. Where did you have any more good advice uh, uh, with the right spouse? I had under here. I mean, it's not only the, that person. I mean. You should take a look at their family, yeah, um, and see how they act because mm -hmm. then you're looking at how they were raised, right? Um, and you really, I mean that that's the ultimate thing, um, because you're gonna need help. Um, yeah, definitely. It's hard to go at any 
uh, like you you said this before, it takes a village. So, I mean, th- you really want to set yourself up for success and mm-hmm. with fatherhood if you can. I realize yeah. sometimes accidents happen. Uh, the the nuclear family isn't a thing. You've knocked up um, some girl and you don't even want to be with them. I think, gosh, I, I, maybe we should have somebody on like that to give a different perspective. But yeah. you and I have kind of chose our spouses and families that we've joined together very carefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I realize things happen and guys are in a different situation, but if you have not yet had a kid (laughs) and you're looking (laughs) really take those things strongly into consideration when you're, Mm -hmm. if you're a young man dating, trying to pick a good fit because it's super important. It's one of the biggest life changing like marriage and children's Mm -hmm. like the biggest life changing thing you can do it really is um, it really is important and i wouldn't like you know i the, i hope I, these young generations with divorce and all of this being so popular like mm-hmm. i mean just don't fall into that trap um and maybe maybe it might help your life out a lot you know don't just be knocking up every jill and jane down the freaking up and down the road you're gonna be First off, you're going to have a bunch of child support. That's going to make you miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, it's nice to have a to have a village, a, yep. a good some good strong people around to help in it. And the bonds you make, it's just awesome. Yep. Um and and another note I had is just how taking kids out out and about in public when they're young and you're trying to discipline them and you 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 get fr- a little bit frustrated and all this. I, you really just need to enjoy those moments and do it anyway. Like I hear people say, Oh, I don't want to, I don't go out to eat. We don't go out to eat anymore because the kids are too crazy mm-hmm. and all this. So, like just do it. Enjoy those little moments. I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't discipline your kids, like do it, but with, but just take the time to enjoy it. Just smile on the inside. Even if you, yeah. the dad that's disciplining and you're right. putting on that mean face, uh, I hope you, don't let your emotions don't let your emotions get the best of you and ruin just enjoy just enjoy it is yeah. all i can say well it's important to take them out in public <laughs> you know whether it's to a restaurant or a park or whatever oh, yes. because because then they know how to function <laughs> when they grow up they know how to be in that environment out in public and they're not scared or they're not you know being an asshole at a restaurant because they, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't know how to act right it's important yeah. to teach them the right way to do things instead of being afraid of them doing things the wrong way yeah and and this um my last little point here is like i said appreciate those little things um and if you pick a good spouse your wife will help soften you you up to enjoying these little <laughs> special moments with your kids like as a man i know a lot of times you got a lot on your plate you got a lot of stuff you want to do um sometimes you just got to slow down mm-hmm. and be that dad and sometimes for me i found this challenging it's it's sometimes it's hard like something you think oh well it doesn't sound like any fun blah 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 i got this that and the other everything else to do on this saturday or whatever friday night or any night you know evening like just take some time to smell the roses go out and do stuff with your wife and kids for the kids even though it seems 
ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> but go the, to the, the, the go to the things, pumpkin patch. <laughs> yes, go to the pumpkin patch and yeah. go see go the, Christmas the Christmas lights. lights. That's yeah. what we did the other night, and I was tired and cold, and I just got home from work. You know, I maybe a little bit feeling sorry for myself. I want to take all my <laughs> shit off and go lay on the couch, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jess said, "Oh, blah blah blah. Let's the the girls have been inside all day. Maybe we should go downtown." walk around the Christmas lights. Granted, it was like 25 degrees. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me take a shower. <laughs> so then we went downtown and we walked. I mean, downtown Zanesville, they actually do it up pretty nice. We went downtown, walked around, and there was a horse and carriage taking people around. Um, and they said they had these beautiful horses and they, they, they were showing it they take everybody around downtown. Well, we went up to the stand and they said, Oh, you have to have a reservation. Well, then the next, uh, the carriage rolled up and some people weren't there. They said, you, you guys can go. So everything just like worked out great. And we were on a horse nice. and carriage, uh, going through downtown. It's just those little, little things that, you know, you got to enjoy the crap out of. And we yeah. took our little ride around town and, Saw Frosty, the snowman, all the stuffed animals were meandering downtown. Like Zanesville yeah. does up Christmas really nice. And Santa yeah. was down there. We awesome. went in the theater and watched Frosty, the snowman and ate popcorn. And just little <laughs> moments like that. They're just so rewarding. It yeah. makes everything worth it. Like all the That's discipline. Awesome. Yeah. It just, and it's your great. girls are going to remember that forever. Oh yeah. Those, those are core memories that they're going to remember when they're an adult and they're going to want to do that with their children because they did it and they loved it so much. Yeah. I just suggest finding those little community events to take your kids to. They'll remember, they'll remember them forever. It doesn't seem like a big deal to you, but then you just soak them it up. Is man. To them. Yeah, yeah. It's a big deal to them. Yep. Okay. Anything else? I think we're good. I think that might be might have been our longest real talk segment. <laughs> we're we're proud fathers. <laughs> yeah, I could I could talk about my kids all day. Like I said, I get I get told often that people don't care about my kids like I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay, we'll head into current events. Current events. Yeah. So I got I had quite a bunch. Um, we're gonna try to kind of move things along a little bit not get super hung up on them but we did want to talk about the twitter files a mm -hmm. little bit in depth was really the main current event but as far as current events go the highlights i saw that sam bankman what's his name sam, ba sam bankman, sam bankman Freed. Freed. yeah he's got arrested in the bahamas this week um on on a, all the, his the ceo of the uh ftx that yes. we talked about a couple weeks ago. The bogus crypto <laughs> uh company. <laughs> so on that, he he was wasn't he supposed to testify in front of Congress? And now he doesn't have to because he's being held by a foreign government. Oh, he ha he got arrested in the Bahamas by uh the by foreign the government. Yeah. Oh now I, yeah. I see I didn't really read into it that much. I saw it. So he's facing 115 years in charges from the Bahamas. I think so. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people are speculating that it's it was kind of a show because he was supposed to 
um, testify this week in front of Congress, and they would have ha- he would have had to face a lot of tough questions and you know given honest answers because he's under oath, and now he doesn't have to because now he's been charged. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's got tons of real estate there. I think mm-hmm. he's probably got all the you know there might be yeah. a deep. I think he's dealing with a deep network, yep. and uh, yeah. He might be one of, you know, sometimes people like this that have so much corruption, so much money, have lined so many people's pockets. Sometimes these stories just fade away. Yeah. And they, I think the that's news, where we're headed. The news outlets don't <laughs> like to keep up on them. Isn't it just, funny? oh, they love, they love this guy. Um, news outlets love this guy. They talk about what a, uh, you know, misunderstood guy he is. And he's done so much. Oh, good they for, are. Oh, yeah. They love this have, guy. I've seen, yeah, we get this guy's a piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've seen how he was, um, they kind of cracked like he used, he had a a, his favorite, um, type of stimulant stimulant to use. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody deciphered this. I saw this on a deep dive into this guy. It wasn't like the typical things like the Adderall and the Ritalin and all these stimulants. Mm -hmm. He had this. Somebody saw, like, he posted a picture. There's a picture of him from his little command center where he's got all his screens and his chair, and he's in a dark room, kind of like the wizard likes to be. (laughs) And he's in his little thing. Well, they saw this box uh, where his medication is. They saw this medication. It's these patches, okay, Mm -hmm. like that you wear, like, a slow release, like nicotine or any other, um, they call it, I think they might call it an epidermic. Anyways, you're getting the medicine through your skin, through this mm-hmm. patch. It's a weird sure. way to do things. But he had this special, um, a really special and weird um, medicine. It, it was kind of like how uh, it's kind of like a SSRI almost. Like it was like a um, dopamine reuptake inhibitor that acted, it acts in a different um, way you know how Adderall and Ritalin and all these things like pump out your dopamine right that's mm-hmm. to cure ADD well this thing like it literally changes your brain chemistry I I really need to I don't know the medication but it was a weird one and he obviously very specifically had a way he wanted to take it mm-hmm. <clears throat> transdermically or whatever was that, that was like, interesting was it made for him no, it like it's just a, it's that... just a not very common uh, method medication, and not only the medication, the, the way he was taking it. Gotcha. I just thought that was interesting. I wish yeah. I knew the name, but uh, anyways, I hope he gets what's what's coming to him. It seems he's committed some serious crimes, but we'll see how America's sweetheart rides yeah. off in the sunset in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We'll see. Uh, what else we got? Um, the only thing I had other than the FBI fi- or the sorry, the Twitter files was uh, your boy Trump puts <laughs> out his digital trading cards. So how many of these do you have now? <laughs> I did see the Trump digital trading cards. So when I, when I saw this, when I saw this, I saw it on Twitter and he had posted about it on his own platform. Cause he doesn't use Twitter anymore. True social. social. 
Yeah. I don't have a true social account. So I had to send it to the only person that I know that does have one. <laughs> so I sent it to you and you said, said hey, you, is yeah. this real? I thought yeah. it was a joke. I thought that that was somebody had made a Photoshop. Yeah. So Jake sent me a text. <laughs> what was it on a Tuesday morning or I don't know what day it was earlier in the week. Yeah. He says he saw, he sent me this screenshot of the Trump releasing his digital. What's it called? A digital trading card digital trump digital trading card he said is this legit can you jump on truth social and check this out for me i i like looked at him like what the crap is this and i checked it out and <laughs> by god there's a trump there was trump to uh truthing that's his version of tweeting on his thing he's truthing <laughs> promoting his um digital trading oh, cards man. which at first i thought they were actual trading cards they're yeah. digital. So you yep. for $99 oh. you can buy a Trump digital trading card yep. and you can have that in your digital wallet. It's val and you can trade them with other Trump digital trading card collectors or something, I don't know. And he's basically coming out with his own version of NFTs. But just and the picture was like him in a Superman costume. <laughs> oh my yeah. lord. Yeah, um, it's not. It's more. This was almost a what we were. One of us were going to pick this for what the crap. Yeah, I had this but, in what the crap. Yeah, one of <laughs> this was going to be a what the crap, but we found other worthy what the craps, and we're just going to talk about it because yeah. man, it's <laughs> yeah, it is ridiculous. So hey, anything to make a buck, right? Yeah, yeah they're like Trump. It was like things that they're like Trump and his Trump like in a they're like NFT digital art and he like looks like there's one of him in a Superman there's one of him with like big muscles it literally looks like a joke but then it Trump is. got Trump it's Trump is officially endorsing this it's like Trump with laser eyes Trump like freaking in a freaking Rambo with a gun I'm like that's so stupid. That's they're what, charging ninety nine dollars. I actually this. thought that it was fake because of how ridiculous the picture was. <laughs> it's so like off brand and yeah. off the wall, and just it's clearly just a money grab. Yes. And there's no, it's just like all those crypto things. Like it's so so stupid. Yeah. But he's gonna make He's just grabbing money. I get I get what he's doing. But it's in mm. such a ridiculous way, and to come out of his official accounts, it's like, dude, come on! And and I think if you buy like twenty five cards, you get a, you know, a chance to have dinner with Trump and this and that. I mean, they they're gonna make they're gonna grab some money off his loyal supporters, but yeah. it's just um, it, it's and maybe just Kanye. <laughs> it's just free ammo. It's just like free ammo for the left. It's like, yeah. wow, look at look at this guy, man. He does, he doesn't do this if he thinks he has a legitimate chance to win, right? I mean, oh, he I don't he know. he has to know that he's not going to win, you know, the election. I right? think he. I think that's the only reason he's running. He truly thinks he's going to win. I I don't, dude. There's no way that he. So I you think don't he, think Trump thinks he's going to win. I don't think of he puts he this thinks out. He's going to win. I don't think he puts this out if he thinks he's going to win. Well, he's officially running. Right. You can, hell, I could announce tomorrow that I'm running. Has anybody else <laughs> announced they uh running against him Republican, Republican wise? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I so. I haven't seen anybody notable officially yeah. announce their run for 2024. I'm, I'm sure there will be plenty, but yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the only thing Trump could just make this run and do some money grabs and then be so ridiculous that he doesn't even win the Republican <laughs> candidacy and he gets some more money. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know, dude. I, I think Trump awesome. truly, I really think Trump truly cares about the country and thinks he's the best man for the job. I, I truly believe that then, he thinks that. Then why does he put this out? And why is he, because why does he his the comments that he, apparently I don't think Trump's surrounded by the best people with the best insight for his long-term image. I think obviously Trump didn't make this Trump didn't make these right. things. It was somebody's idea. And Trump he approved said, it. okay. Yeah. Trump said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I don't think, yeah. I don't think the digital trading cards are in his best interest. I think it looks a little stupid. He's going to generate some money. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But what's at what cost? I, it's another thing that's not going to win him anybody no. over. So no. they're not, these people surrounding him are being very short sighted in the digital trading card push. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> All, right. All right. Did now you have any more current my, events? Get off my boy Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, current events. Let me look at. Oh, let me look at my field notes. Uh, we have the Ellen DeGeneres DJ Twitch mm -hmm. uh, passed away this week by suicide. Yep, that's sad. It's, uh, another sad thing. Um, you know, I didn't watch the show, but I seen a lot. Like my wife did. And my wife did. I know yeah. a lot of people knew who this guy was, and he seemed really happy all the time and dancing. Yep. He's a DJ on one of the, you know, Ellen's a pretty lighthearted, funny, upbeat, one of them upbeat shows. And this guy just randomly to everybody else, randomly commits suicide. It's just another thing. Like, uh, these, another example of how social media, you, you really don't know how someone's feeling just by what they post on social media. And they yep. put off this persona that doesn't mean that's how they are in real life. And in real life, he was depressed. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, sad. Yeah. You Just, don't know uh, what he was dealing with, but um, yeah. you can't buy happiness. It would have been nice, um, you know, hindsight if you could have, you know, reached out for help. So if you, I mean, if you're struggling with that's something. That's tough. As a man, because by all means, yeah, everybody's envious of him. This guy's made it. He's on Ellen and he's the DJ for Ellen, you know, but yep. You yep. can't buy happiness. I don't know what nope. his demons were, um, but it's sad. And maybe just, you know, give some people some empathy that, to others. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know the yep. baggage they're carrying around. And yeah, if you, if you feel in this way, uh, seek help and just yep. be a kind person to other people it in general would be a good rule. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't make you weak to seek help. Uh, you know, everybody needs help. Like we talked about with raising kids, you know, you need, you need that good foundation. You need that support structure. And it, it that goes into this too. Uh, if you're dealing with something, if you got too much baggage to carry, get some help. There's no and no the, problem. The other um, current event I saw was the um, social media, eight social media influencers were charged by the SEC for a stock manipulation scheme in which they banked a hundred million dollars off of. Nice. Um, nice. I'm not going to dive into it super deep, but it's a, yet another example <laughs> of how social media is not real life. Yep, These people fake. were, um, 
eight influencers. So they, I think they had combined. I'm not sure. You can look up this lawsuit. I'm not going to dive super deep into it. So they had a stock manipulation. They're pumping these stocks. They're they're financial experts on social media. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're not really. They're really just con artists. They're selling you their uh, coaching. They're selling you their programs, their advice, their insider, their insider mm-hmm. trading uh, insight, and really they're they've all colluded with each other to pump up these trash stocks, which is a tale as old as time. Um, they've finally been caught. They've probably been doing this for a really long time, but mm-hmm. they've been they've obviously upped up stepped up their game enough for the SEC to notice and get a case against them. Mm-hmm. Um, they made over a hundred million dollars. I think these people combined had 10 million followers on uh, social media. So they really wow. colluded across multiple platforms. As far as you know, these people aren't even associated with each other, right? Um, right. but they actually are. They're all colluding to push this narrative that turns into a real thing and yep. they're pumping and dumping. Yep. They're charging them. Crazy. Stay aware. Don't let the media uh, confuse what's real life yep. <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, what else we got? I don't, we got time for the Twitter files. <laughs> Probably not. We're going to have to move the Twitter files to next week. All right. <laughs> I, that's I'm fine. ready to go now. I'm ready to go now, but that's going to, it's, it's a pretty beefy topic. So if we want to push it's that a to beefy next week, topic and I got 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. we're we yay you're gonna have to do less homework for next week and they might perfect release more yeah we might have more because they're still re- they released the sixth one yesterday maybe no, he's releasing friday like mad. friday it's a beefy topic and I, we yeah. really want to spend some time and it's going to be a big deal yeah. Uh to comb through these. And I know a lot of you don't have the time to sit down and dissect each of the Twitter file drops. So I, it's it's gonna more more than 15 minutes. So for the sake of that, we will save that for next week. And Jake will have to do less research for next week's show. Already prepared. Teacher did not collect the homework. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I just think it deserves more more um more than that. And Sure. We we spent a while on the fatherhood and the real talk, so yeah, which is way more important anyway. <laughs> right. All right. Um, we got what the crap? What the crap? So I have a New Jersey politician, um, Tom Bayow. He is uh, a Republican committeeman in New Jersey, local election, I guess, and he lost his reelection bid by three votes. Uh, so the, the Democrat there won, and he is filing a lawsuit claiming Damn. that 29 of the votes for his opponent were illegal because they were mail-in ballots from people that were living outside of the state of New Jersey. Seems pretty valid. Here's the interesting part. One of the, the votes, one of the 29 votes that he's trying to get disqualified is his daughter's. His daughter is a reporter in New York. So she oh lives, my God. She lives, you know, uh, 20 miles down the road in New York City. And she voted against her dad for his Democrat opponent. And he is trying to get his daughter's vote 
<laughs> disqualified. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so but he's but he's the how, one who sent her her mail in ballot. <laughs> what? He sent it to her. He sent her yeah. the ballot and said he told hey, her to vote. Make sure you send this in and vote. Thinking, oh, she's going to vote for me. And then she votes for his opponent. Wow. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. What the crap, man. What the crap. (laughs) What the crap is right. Um, My what the crap is um, a Michigan woman. We're once again here in Michigan. (laughs) Good thing our Michigan falling is steeply. Decline. So now, yeah, now I can jump on the anti-Michigan. Um, there we go. She's arrested and charged in Isabella County <laughs> for her role in a catfishing scheme that targeted her own daughter. So this is Kendra Gail Lasari. I don't know if that's how you say her name. Right. She's forty-two. She's charged with uh, two counts of stalking a minor, two counts of using a. Co- computer to commit a crime and one count of obstruction of justice lusari and her then boyfriend oh lusari's daughter and her boyfriend were being cyberbullied but they um didn't know who's doing it and uh this went on for over a year um there was three the isabella county prosecutor had 349 full pages of text uh correspondence cyberbullying these teens and this woman used vpns um and specific ip addresses with the vpns to frame Mm -hmm. other students as the she was pretending to be other students at the school Uh, she used vpns that would lead the police to believe that these 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 this bullying was coming from specific people and that's how a complex of a VPN. Oh my! This goodness. woman was using to cyberbully her own kid. So she's pretty high tech. She's Why would pretty... she do this? What What's the end game there? What's What's her goal? Oh, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. There's, yeah, yeah. What a piece of crap. Um, she's made a full confession and she's due back in court on the twenty oh ninth. What wow. the crap? <laughs> what a piece of crap. So these are two. It's funny that our what the craps <laughs> correspond with two really be- seemingly big time parenting fails. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Three hundred forty nine pages of text cyberbullying your own kid. That's crazy. So stupid. Man, can you imagine the emotional trauma for that daughter? That sucks. Well, this cyberbullying stuff you see a lot of kids. This is mm. what kids end up committing suicide over. Yeah, like you, all these because their world is so. You know, the world is so small. If you're just on, you know, on your phone, and then you got your mm. own parent making your life hell. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh, I, I, I really want to. I'm really glad they found out that this girl's mom is a piece of crap and it sucks that some kids have parents that are so bad yeah it sucks i feel bad for that girl but i'm glad it's over i just want to know i just want to know why like why'd you do that (laughs) well maybe i'll give a what the crap update after the i'm sure the court wants to know why too or yeah maybe there is no excuse why but it'd be interesting to see what she says in court yeah 
All right. There's a, she's launched a full confession. I'm sure I, more news of this, more details will trickle out. Yep. Um. Anyways, did you have anything for sports this week? I do a couple quick things. First, the Aaron Judge number 62 home run ball uh, sold at auction yesterday. Oh, um, now that's the one that broke the record, right? That, that's the one that broke the record. Okay. Um, so he was previously offered $3 million. Some collector offered him $3 million for the ball. He turned it down, he yeah, sent it to auction. A- he sent it to auction and it sold for 1.5. <laughs> sucks. Dang. <laughs> Should have plus, the plus the auction commission fees. Yes. <laughs> he ain't going to, plus getting taxed. He's going to yes. end up like on the lottery. He's really only going to get like $500,000 or something yep. for it. Yep. I'm being serious too. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> oh, yep, man. That, poor guy. That sucks. Um, uh, the not poor guy, but, but. <laughs> yeah. Could have been richer guy. Could have been richer guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other thing I, I kind of wanted your take on this. Um, so army Navy, um, and air force yeah. as well, the, the service academies, they give their, uh, students free tuition and in exchange, yeah. uh, going into their junior year, they have to sign a, a recommitment, right. Um, yeah. where they, pro- they promise to either serve eight years, um, wow. in their, in their branch, um, five active duty, followed by three reserve um or if they fail to graduate they have to pay back all their tuition right (laughs) um so they have to serve that as soon as they graduate well in 2019 uh trump made a rule that they could defer that uh service to play sports professional professionally yeah right? yeah that makes a lot of sense right because they i mean you've got guys that could be making millions but they have to go serve overseas and by the time they get out of eight years they um can't they, play pro sports they can't anymore. can't yeah. play pro sports anymore yeah um, so why this is important uh there's a bill going through right now that is going to revoke that ability um and force the players at army navy air force to serve their eight years before they're allowed to pursue any other profession, including professional sports. Well, um, I'm all, who's pushing this bill? Uh, it's all, it's headed to Biden's desk as I understand it. Um, he's going to sign it into law. So, I mean, it's made it through, uh, through Congress. It's, it's going to become law. Um, well, that's a really sad thing. And I'm definitely, I'm yeah. definitely with the Trump, uh, administration's opinion on this thing me too Um, it's kind of bullshit what's the point of um you know i mean not first off how many this is affecting how many how many kids from army navy um i think there's you know how many from army that are active in the nfl right now exactly like not the percentage of uh, people yeah. that go on to play professional sports after college is extremely low. Very low. It's even less than even less from a service of, academy, right? And even less from a service account academy, but they still exist, um, and they're still going to fulfill their commitment afterwards. Right. Like, right. Your, but you know, but uh, why? Why this is uh, 
you know, big news right now is because there's a player, a linebacker for Army. Uh, he's a pass rusher. Andre Carter the second. He is Mel yeah. Kuyper's second ranked outside linebacker. Dang. He's projected to go 20th, roughly 20th in the draft. Dang. He's from Stud. Army. So yeah. all year he's been thinking, hey, I'm going pro after this and I'm going to make, you know, $15 million. That's roughly, if he gets drafted where he's projected, he'll make roughly $15 million. Yeah. But now. When are they going to sign this? It could yeah. be this week. Uh, it could be any time now. Yeah, so he's crazy. he's trying to get a waiver because he got there um, when that rule was, you know, he's played his entire career with that rule in place, thinking I'm going to the NFL. And now all of a sudden, right before, you know, four months before he gets drafted, uh, well, the, I definitely the rule gets don't, revoked. I definitely don't think they should sign anything into the law till at least after the dra- this this round of kids is over this seems like something that you shouldn't rush upon i think the i think the right thing to do is anybody who um anyone who's in school now gets grandfathered into the 2019 rule let them go but then the next uh you know the next batch that comes through they know what they're getting into if you're going to make it a law period um this this guy should get a waiver um he should be allowed to go to the nfl but I don't know. We'll see how that one plays out. Uh, hopefully, they do the right thing here. But uh, yeah, it so. so, sounds like they're trying really hard not to. So yeah, it's dumb. It is. Dumb. Well, we'll see. We'll see. see. That's see all. Old Biden sports. decides. That's all we got. Yep. Yeah. Until we got the big bang of uh, NFL playoffs is gonna hit yep. and. College football bowl games are kicking off, and yeah, they've started. I'm this sure week. there'll be a lot of news about that. Um, yep. I guess it's time. I have, I have me a Biden gaff of the week. Yeah, as long as he lets me. I mean, I'm the one that made this segment, so <laughs> I can't just end it. Only he can end this. Only he can stop this. Here it is. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora owned small business. Did you get that? All I got was small business. All right, here it is. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora owned small business. Does this, the, he said, does this go bisco, Cyber Bastion, <laughs> basketball, small business? Small business. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Makes sense. Uh, he's having trouble speaking and thinking. Yeah. Yep. It's our guy. <laughs> our yep. guy. And he's going to be deciding what these uh, college athletes, their fate here. He's going to be deciding that here soon. So we'll see what he thinks. Yep. It'll be written down. All right. Let's put it back on the rails and end this show, man. All right. So I actually picked this Bible verse this week. Um, it's oh. kind of kind of special, fits with our real talk topic, and uh, I think this is a cool. really important one because it really it reinforces what we talked about earlier. How this you know this is the the responsibility that we have as parents. So are you going to read it, or are you going to make Gary read it? Gary's reading it, <laughs> and Gary's going to explain it. But okay, I like. But it. I but I picked you're this his one you're his dad. Yeah. 
Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. What's that mean? It means if you train a child to be good, then he will be good. But if you don't train a child to be good, then he won't be good because he won't know how to be good. Very good. Good job, buddy. (laughs) Boy, he had that one down, didn't he? All right. That's the show. Freedom on. All right. Um, Here's an in- we got some bonus Mike Leach clips to um, set you guys off into your week. So here they are. This is uh, Mike Leach at halftime of a game. Got your coffee. It is early. How do you take your coffee? What's the best way to take your coffee? Well, coffee tastes terrible anyway, so don't put anything in it to obstruct the harsh, bitter taste. Then just put it down one sip at a time, you know? So it's just all about the effect. The taste, it's not about the experience at all. It's about the outcome. No, the experience is terrible. (laughs) Got your coffee. It is early. And then uh, we've got in a post-game interview, so his team has just won. Um, they won big in a blowout. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the air bow. It's got to be the air bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but the, um, the, uh, you know, they have those nerds clusters, which is oh, good. My wife likes this. Is good. The nerds clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. And then we got, uh, this is in his cyber All right, this one is him talking about um, it's in a press conference during the week, and they asked him about who would win um, if all of the Pac-12 mascots fought. First of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. Unless we're going to go with a bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. <laughs> the duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, 
outside stuff there. As far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo is going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu a buffalo is utterly outstanding. Did I leave any amount? The Google will find a way. Uh, Clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. Yeah, so uh, there's Mike Leach, a national treasure. He is, he is. All right, I got to roll. <laughs> All right, you. I'll see you. <laughs> uh.